This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. So you look exhausted. Oh my god, uh, Rick! I am down to about. Um, I could do about thirty-seven books an hour. <laughs> so I can I, I can package about thirty-seven books an hour. Yeah. Your book, uh-huh. uh, a little piece of me dies every time I hear that that ding on my computer. That yeah. no, I'm kidding, of course. But your book is doing fantastic. The loop files. Available at EckhartsPress.com. And our shipping department is Dave. (laughs) It is. So. It it is me. Oh, great news. Yeah. Michelle is going to, um, she's offered to reconfigure how I do things. Oh, great. (laughs) To be more efficient. Great. Yeah. Great. I I love it when Bridget does that for me. (laughs) Right. So uh, pretty soon, I'll I'll keep you posted on, on how I'm doing it wrong and how much better she can okay that's good do. so you would get up to like 38 books an hour <laughs> no it's probably 36 yeah but i can't say that to her okay so i'm gonna have to lie and say oh yeah honey it's been yeah. great okay me. well there you go uh it's time for our show the following is a tony lasano podcast an opi production on the radio misfits podcast network this is minutia, minutia man, man with rick and dave uh, and I don't want to spend really any time on this, but I, yeah. I had a dream a couple days ago yeah. that I punched a notary public. Okay. That's it. All right. All right, Rick, uh, flop out uh, your penis uh, jingle. Ex- oh, uh, excuse me. Uh, here it is. Penises. 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 In the news. Rick and Dave. <laughs> Charges dismissed against Wyoming ranchers for bleaching penises. Onto cows. What? All right. Bleaching penises. Hold on. Which was, right. That was a great band in the 90s. Yeah, well, I love them. Two Crook County, Wyoming ranchers, and I'm not making up the name of the county. They're actually, it's actually called Crook County. Uh-huh. Has, they've been accused of bleaching male genitalia and other markings on their neighbor's cows. Good news is they're no longer facing charges as the judge didn't find sufficient evidence to advance the case to the felony level court. The property destruction charges against Patrick Sean Carroll and his son, Tucker Kai Carroll. You know, the family that bleaches penises together stay together. Wait, sucks, man. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. (laughs) There's a first base coach that's going to get beaten up by them. Both have been dismissed without prejudice, meaning that a prosecutor can bring the charges again if uh, more evidence um, becomes available. Uh, Neither Sean or neither Patrick or um, Tucker has responded to me. Oh, did you try? I, 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 did oh, they it. would be good guests. Oh my god! Like, so, how do you them. go? How, how do you go about bleaching a, a uh, cow? So, the men were originally accused of ble- uh, bleaching penises and other shapes onto the bodies of 189 of their neighbors' cows. Evidently, what happened is their cows <laughs> were like walk. I don't know. They were ambling toward their. I mean, they went on their property, yeah. right? And I'm sure the Carol said, hey, please keep your cows, you know, away from our property. And the second time, like, okay, we're going to go straight to the penis. Right. <laughs> so they started, the cows kept kept on coming. So they bleached penises. On, wow. Like graffiti, cow yeah. graffiti, yeah. basically, is what it was. Well, evidently the neighbor didn't like that. Yeah. And they, I, I bet the cows didn't either. Uh, um, here's, a, here's something that's interesting, though. An experienced livestock seller estimated that each of the bleached animals was worth $500 less per head. And really? when I say head, it's the cows. What yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. Um, that doesn't make sense. 
If you're putting a penis on a cow, doesn't that make it worth more? You would think. Right? So yeah. the, so this income inequality <laughs> thing between men and women is total bullshit. Well, it's it? maybe not about men and women, but about cows and bulls, <laughs> yeah. it certainly is. So here's a couple questions. First yeah. of all, how do you get a cow to hold still enough? Well, I guess they don't really move that. And, you, and, right. if, you, and if you're fast enough, you could probably drop But here's her. the thing. You know, I... I I'll tell you a quick little story. When I was in so Holland okay. in 1977 or so, uh, we went on a bike trip across the country, right? My whole family. Okay. It was like a 60 mile bike trip. How many pins like in that. your arm did you get for that? European <laughs> in those bike? days, I still knew how to ride a bike and didn't fall off. Um, but the, the cool thing was, as we were going through the countryside, we came across this pasture full of cows. Mm-hmm. And, and I was waiting for my dad and mom to catch up, and I was ahead of them. And I was sitting there just watching the cows, and all of a sudden, they started to run. Oh, Have you ever seen cows run? I don't think so, no. Me neither. Yeah. And they followed each other round and round and round, and then they started jumping over the fence. Really? They, they, well, they could was, jump over a moon. I mean... If I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, would I wouldn't say, have believed yeah. that it was possible. Well, so the cow has to kind of hang out. It's like, hey, what are you doing there? Oh, drawing a penis on me? That's yeah, cool. Right. He's they, not even moving. Right, right, exactly. I've got some cud. I'm, I'm perfectly <laughs> yeah. happy. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah. And this has been... Penis 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 the news. Rick and Dave. So I have an equally low brow story to share. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at our agenda. Yeah, this is a pretty low. Yeah, this ain't Tolstoy, guys. No, <laughs> buckle up. Uh, no, this is a story about the European Cup. You know what that is? I would assume it's some soccer it's thing. A soccer that, thing. That's yes. in Euro, in European, in yes. Europea, in, in, in Europa. Europa. Actually, it's going to be in Germany next no. year and i'm going oh geez yeah. surprise i got tickets to see a netherlands against austria and now is that going to be a good one i think so okay it'll be in berlin right. in june of next year at the olympic stadium uh probably wow so where my mom yes. was in the opening ceremonies of the 1936 olympics right I, i'm hoping it won't be quite as stressful <laughs> as that um everybody's gonna be a black and white <laughs> but anyway the draw was this week that means they, you know, all the teams have qualified, and they drew to see which country. It's like the NCAA selection Sunday. Yeah, right. it was like that. Yes, um, and this is must see TV in Europe. Everybody watches this because you know the whole wow. European continent. Um, well, somebody did something wacky, and while they were drawing the names, lewd sounds could be heard as Switzerland was named in the same group as Scotland and Hungary and host Germany, leading to smirks among the audience members, all right? There were a few indecent interruptions as the draw continued in Hamburg on Uh Saturday. So there were two different incidents Uh of sex noises. Okay. Just coming out of the crowd as they were doing these. Okay, so they're they're going and in the third game, blah blah <laughs> right. blah blah, blah and right. you hear and you hear now, noises. I looked for the audio of this, but I couldn't find it because uh, apparently you could just hear it in the room. Um, but they made references to mm-hmm. it, so people knew what was going on. Internet prankster Daniel Jarvis later came responsibility for the for the stunt. Which he what he did was he went to the site where they were doing the draw. Mm-hmm. And left a mobile phone there. Okay. Dum da dum da dum dum dum. And then came 
out of the room Put and it on called it. Phone or whatever, right? He called yeah, that yeah, number. Yeah, yeah. It must have been a burner phone. Yeah, yeah, just throw it away. Yeah. Called that number, and the ringtone was sex noises, <laughs> right? Which I think is actually genius. Yeah, absolutely, he's a listener to the show, <laughs> and more than likely a White Sox fan as well. So it made me think. Of all the possibilities. I mean, what? think about all the different things you can do if you just get wacky ringtones. Yeah. And leave them. And, uh, and, and burner phones. Okay. You know? Um, God, you're very mafia-like today. I am. I, I know what I'm talking about here. But so I went looking for wacky cartoon noises like Hanna-Barbera, yeah. you know, like, you know, whatever. Just it would be funny to yeah. hear in the middle of a press conference or something. Yeah. Um, but like turns the out, noise of... Like when you open a closet and all the things fall out of the <laughs> right. closet, that noise. <laughs> exactly. Um, I couldn't find uh, those in a in a way that we could play them because they're all copywritten. But there is a site uh, that has free ringtones on okay. it that is called Funny Ringtones. All right. Yeah. Now, the problem with these funny ringtones is they are incredibly racist. <laughs> so... I'm just playing these as Again, a... we are not condoning this behavior. No, 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 no. I am playing these to show you what you should not ever do. All right? Because this is wrong. With a capital right. W. Right. And we are laughing against them. We're do not... never, ever do this. This is and on behalf of our brothers and sisters. Well, you know what? Let's just play it. Okay. Here we go. Pick up your phone. Your mother is calling. Why you not pick up the phone yet? Do not disrespect your mother. Come pick up your phone. Your phone ringing. Ling, ling, ling. Ling, ling. Pick up the phone. Your phone is ringing. Now. That is awful. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. And I, I'm, I'm offended I, by it. I, I got to get the data of who's downloading that. <laughs> so in case you think the mother angle is a little too bad. Right. Right. There's one for father, too. It's This one's called Yo Dad Calling. Here we go. Yo Daddy Calling, big boy. Yo Daddy Calling, he calling about you. How to see how you doing. Pick up the phone. Oh, it's going to voicemail. Oh, oh, oh no. Goodbye. Now imagine you're watching a TV show <laughs> yeah, and you hear this right, in right, the right, crowd. Right, right. Or you're on a, you're on a bus. Uh, Whatever you do, don't do that. What I think is hilarious that the you had me at the yeah na 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 that is the typical and that alone is racist. <laughs> what what comes after that is like million times racist. Well, did you have you ever seen the old Hanna Barbera cartoons? Oh yeah, there th- oh, yeah. that noise is it. You know the oh, yeah. is on all the time. Um, hey, we got a review. You want to hear it? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Extremely well done. And Again, fu- don't use no, those. No, no, no. Uh, extremely well done and funny podcast. Hosts have great chemistry and are very witty. Topical stories. I almost read that as tropical stories. We've done tropical stories. Yeah, I probably. think so, yeah. Topical stories and great celebrity interviews. That was from Rocky Mocky Man. Okay. Well, thank you, Rocky. Uh, the, uh, Apple Podcast. So, and please... Rate. If you like the show, review. please rate, review, subscribe, and subscribe to these other great shows. On the we have like three hundred some reviews, yeah. and and every time someone reviews us, it helps us. Yeah, so please yeah. do that. We greatly appreciate it. You can do it at any of the. We are on everywhere. Podcast Podbean, things, Podshmean, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
whatever, Spider Who and Freddy's Pod, yeah. Joe's Pod, all of them. And it's time for another feature. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. Uh, I just got a text that we yeah. are now removed from all Asian <laughs> podcasts. I don't know how they found it out so quickly, but evidently. Oh, God. That is so racist. All right. Um, so at the beginning of the show, Dave mentioned that my new book, The Loop Files, is out. And is selling very well. I'm so sick of hearing about And um, he's spending a lot of time shipping it. Um, but we, and we have two, by the way, two uh, book signings coming up. Mm-hmm. We should mention those. Uh, Tuesday, uh, the 12th of uh, December, we'll be at uh, Uncork and Unwind mm-hmm. in Des Plaines, Illinois. I look it up, mm-hmm. uh, and then on this it's a beautiful wine bar. Right? That's it's a nice wine bar, and it's our only Northwest suburban appearance. Mm-hmm. And then the seventeenth, which is Sunday, mm-hmm. a Sunday, we will be in Blue Island at the uh, uh, Blue Island Beer Company. That's our only South Side appearance. Allen does such a great. That's yeah, a nice place too, and they've got good beer. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't want to buy the book, go get some beer. Um. I bring this up yeah. because uh, this happens to be Donnie Osmond's birthday. Oh. And one of the 62 stories. 62-ish, 3-ish? You know, he's you know, a little older. Oh, is he really? Yeah. One of the stories in the book is about the time that he had a fight with Danny oh, Bonaduce. Sure. It was a famous moment in Chicago radio history. And we happen to have uh, Danny Bonaduce on the show. And we asked him about that fight and he had some pretty funny stories some of this is actually in the book so here we go so i'm driving to work i think i do middays by this point because i did all the shifts at both those radio stations by the end and donnie osmond is on the show with uh john brandmeyer one of the great radios guys if you ask me and i hear him talking about don't you get sick that all the the bad child stars get all the press and you don't blah 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 and it turns into what about bonaduce and i'm thinking he is sucking you into something stupid. Don't say it. And he goes, don't you think you could beat up Danny Bonaduce? And Donnie Osmond goes, yeah, I think I could. Well, he doesn't know me at all. I'll head over and burn his house down. I don't have to listen to that from, from Donnie Osmond. So I got to work. It was all just a huge deal by then. And I said, yeah, and I want to make this perfectly clear. I thought Donnie did a really good job. Donnie feels like he, he won that fight. And God bless you, it wasn't, it wasn't wide enough berth that I can't say that's not the case. The judges gave the, the belt to me, if you will. But I thought he did great. But here's the thing, after that fight, because I should have killed him. I, you know, I was really drunk, and uh, I walked in the ring smoking a cigarette. Yeah, I remember that. Way, but, you were actually yeah. smoking in the ring. <laughs> yep, and, uh, and I had these girls taking the cigarette in and out of my mouth because I was in a boxing, uh, boxing gloves. And uh, I walked in, and I said all these things, and, I, and Donnie just did really, really, really well. I was shocked. So after that, I started training like a boxer because, you know, I didn't get any money for that one, but everybody after that fight, because it turned into such a big deal, wanted to offer me 10, 15 grand to fight some guy. And they were called oh. celebrity bouts. And I had a boxing like the, the weatherman from Nebraska. They called that guy a celebrity, okay. And I got, I got 10 and 0. Thank you very much for asking. There wow. it is. <laughs> Danny Bonaduce, uh, formerly Danny Partridge. Uh, and a nice guy uh, who I worked with. Well, you've known him for years. Yeah, man. that's right. And that story, like Rick said, and more is in the loop files available at Eckhart's Press. That's right. Uh, hey, uh, is this going to tax you? I know that you have 15 pins in your arm. Oh, okay. Uh, the Jenkins jingle? Can you? Um, yes, I, I think I can do that for you. 
What would you like that? I want it right now. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw-ups. Jenkins! It could only be... Jenkins! Jenkins! With Rick and Dave. Jenkins! Rick, this is from the Science Desk. Star watchers can spot lost lost NASA tool bag with binoculars. <laughs> Did you hear about this? No. Astronomy buffs have the chance to track an unexpected new object lost in space, uh, which is hundreds of kilometers above the Earth. Experts believe a pair of binoculars or just a telescope you can use to spot a NASA tool bag that accidentally dropped by astronauts when they were carrying out maintenance work on the International Space Station earlier this month, earlier in November. The bag is currently floating around 400 kilometers above Earth, but experts say it should be easy to spot because it's white surface of the bag. Okay. Reflects the rays from the sun or something. Okay. I don't know. So if you just have... Uh, I think I would imagine you have to have a fairly good pair of binoculars. I would think so, yes. Yeah, uh, but you could just point it if you know. I'm sure there's a website somewhere that says track the tool bag. Yeah. Right. Uh, the slip up happened on November 1st, uh, was actually spotted by another astronaut by the name of uh, Satoshi Furukawa. And after he took a picture of it, yeah. then it became this big thing. The astronauts that dropped it, I don't know which one did, was Jasmine Mugbelly and Laurel O'Hara. Americans? Yeah. Uh, hmm. NASA. Okay. That yeah. would be America, right? Yeah, yeah. right? Uh, they carried the tool in bag during the spacewalk, <laughs> fixing a solar panel, and they dropped it. Uh, well, I got audio Yeah, from when it was lost. <laughs> you sent this to me. Okay. And uh, Hey, before you play the audio, wouldn't it be cool? And, you know, if I was an astronaut, which probably is not going to happen. Yeah, I'm I think it's go on safe to say. I would just bring random stuff up there. Yeah. To just drop like a disco ball <laughs> or a inflatable, like a big inflatable Pink Floyd pig. Yeah. yeah. Reason number seven million that Dave is not an astronaut. So play the audio here. All right. Here um, we go. Oh, great. Um, we have a lot of school. The, uh, I guess the, uh, or you, one of my, or you, or crew outside was not transferred in this loose. Crew lock bag. Yeah. You see it? Yeah, we see it. <laughs> you are. D- and, uh, now, and now you can see it too. <laughs> oh, you're never going to live this down, Johnson. <laughs> uh, Jenkins. Yeah. You know, that that's uh, that it just happened a month ago. Yeah. Uh, so we have uh, additional stories for you. I want to share one uh, that is political in nature, but not really. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, George Santos yeah. has just been dispelled or expelled yeah. from Congress. Which, right? knowing the schmucks that are in Congress, <laughs> you've got to really, really well, be only, bad to get expelled. He's the first one ever that wasn't convicted of oh, a crime right. or a confederate. Wasn't there one that shot somebody else on the Congress and he didn't get expelled? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's only happened six times. And, and now he was cartoonish. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, in his. We uh, call that committing to the shtick. <laughs> he does commit to the shtick. He is now on Cameo. And apparently for 200 bucks, you can get him to do absolutely anything. And uh, there's a, a man named Ron Filipowski, who's a uh, writer, 
who decided to find out just how how far you can go how far you can go and so he got him to do this and uh, i have to play it for you because it's pretty out there all right this is george santos on cameo for two hundred dollars hey he george santos here I'm so proud of you for coming out as a furry, and I just wanted to tell you that your friends and family all accept you, and they're all excited about your fursona, which is uh, awesome to be a beaverpus, a beaver and a platterpus. So let me tell you, uh, they all love you, beaverpus. Don't you ever get your head down, and don't you ever, ever let anybody tell you what you can and can't be. I'm so proud that the corporate folks at Arby's gave you the go ahead to go to work in your persona. So if you could just, you know, live it up and be as perfect as you want, just keep doing you and yif, yif, yif. Bye. You know what? And if he ran again, I wouldn't be surprised if he'd win. In, in certain districts in America, he would win. Oh, my God. I just love it. That, that was just genius, yeah, yeah. the writer. Well, <clears throat> it's 200 bucks. 200 bucks. You want to get him to cut a, a promo for yeah. a minutiaman? For the loop book. Oh, not for the loop book. No, I don't want to besmirch my, my commercial uh, endeavor. But this show, Let's, know, who cares about this show? Am I right? Uh, Dave, we have time for another feature, I believe. Do you remember what this one is called? That would be Celebrity Potpourri. That's right. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Didn't we have a friend, I think Scott, had Roger Stone do one. Did he? Yeah, some, <laughs> something about... You know, some, well, you can uh, get Rudy Giuliani for 20 bucks. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, well, we've got to get him. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, we, but I think he might be a little more discerning than George Santos. I you know, but, don't think so. All right, well, let's find uh, out. This is an email from Zach. Okay. All right. I am a graduate of Steinmetz High School. Oh, by the yeah. way, this is the part of the show where people uh, send, in their, send in their emails about their brushes with celebrity. I'm a graduate of Steinmetz High School in Chicago when I was a senior on the yearbook staff in 1992. Okay. So, 92. So, they're like 10 years older than right. or 10 years right. younger right. than us. We got a visit from one of our most famous grads, Hugh Hefner. Oh. Uh, he was there with his brother Keith and a former classmate named Betty. Roger Ebert was tagging along because he was working on a story for the Chicago Sun Times. Hef, as he asked us to call him, was very polite and asked us questions about our process. But here's the thing I remember most vividly. When Ebert asked Hef if he remembered the school cheer, Hef, Keith, and Betty all said it together loudly and enthusiastically, even though it had been 50 years. Charles Proteus Steinmetz, Charles Proteus Steinmetz, Charles Proteus Steinmetz, fight! Wow. Well, do you know your prospect no um do you yeah uh, the lane tech i know the lane tech song i think i don't know if we had but we had the cheer was l and and this was not written by hemingway uh (laughs) l-a l-a l-a-n-e 
T T T C H L A N E T E C H Go Lane. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. It's really now. Do you know that because you remember it from your days or because of Lila's time? Oh, Lila never went to a football game. I oh, never, she never did. No. no, 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 no. This is from. Wow. This is, and we had to say that every time that we went naked swimming, we had to say <laughs> we had to say the cheer, the naked swimming. Well, uh, we have people to thank yeah. for the show. We need to thank our executive producer Tony Lasano, mm-hmm. um, and. In honor of Tony this week, Dave worked hard on eliminating his lip smacking. And I hope that I did a good job. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I've had a lip smacking uh, issue in the past myself, according to Tony. I've been drinking a lot of water. Yeah, I have too. So, So. Uh, I I think it is a a pain for him to constantly take out my lip smacking. I'm sure it's true. Um, So thank you, Tony, for doing that. Uh, And your Uh, Tourette thing that you do every (laughs) once in a while. Sure, it takes a long, long time. <laughs> uh, we'd also like to thank and Ed Silla from Radio and Misfits. And you're groaning because your elephantitis yeah. in between. Yeah. Uh, he is the distributor mm-hmm. of uh, this show. Thank you to Ed. Uh, because Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's mm-hmm. moved to a better place. Mm-hmm. RadioMisfits.com. And Dave tells me we're going to be yes. off next week. Right. We are All off, right. but we will be back the following week for our um, final, final show? show of 2023. Okay, so we'll be back in two weeks for another episode of... Manushman. Oh, you know what? You want to hear something really cool? Hmm. We now have a close that I I get to play myself. Oh. Did you know that? I had no idea. So this is how it closes. Now, let's do it again, all right? Uh, I just want it to sound very seamless. Okay. And we'll be back again next week, or in two weeks, okay. with a brand new episode of... Manushman. Oh. The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? 